Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to OK F Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, as I prepare to record this, Kevin McCarthy has suffered not one, not two, not three, not four, but five humiliating losses on the floor. Now, I had to turn off the TV in order to record the show, and, you know, I have to say that while, you know, many of us, right, are enjoying watching the Republican Party essentially eat themselves, right? You know, and I've said this on Twitter and I said it yesterday, which is this is what happens when you invite the monster to fucking dinner. You become the meal. Kevin McCarthy has ignored calls from the public to fucking tame the monsters on the far right fraction of the Republican party. When Marjorie Taylor Greene was out saying hot shit, when Lauren Boebert was saying hot shit, when Paul Gosar was threatening his colleagues, when Matt Gates is under fucking investigation for being a sexual pedophile, when the insurrection happens and for two seconds, He's on the floor actually somehow being able with the microscope and a fucking flashlight being able to manage to find his spine comes out for three seconds against Donald Trump and then flies down to Mar-a-Lago to go and kiss his ring. Because the thing that Kevin McCarthy has always been good at, friends, is politicking, is raising cash, right? Is asking his colleagues to go on runs and bike rides and, you know, just trying to do enough to get the votes. But you see, even in their twisted, sick, white supremacist, misogyny, racist, homophobic, transphobic ideology, and anything that I left out, please feel free to add in. He doesn't stand for anything. 
That's the problem here. The funny thing is, is that Kevin McCarthy is willing to give these domestic terrorists, insurrectionist pieces of shit, anything that they want. He's willing to sell his own organs, probably his own children and grandchildren to give these people what they want just so that he can have a chance at holding the gavel that he thinks should be his. But you see, the thing is, is that when you stand for nothing, when you are willing to give away everything, then people start to recognize even those that want to hold the strings of the puppet begin to recognize that, well, he actually isn't going to fight. He doesn't have the power. He doesn't have the strength. He doesn't have the foresight to be able to lead us anywhere. This right now, as I've said and will continue to say, is truly an embarrassment of our democracy, not just of the Republican Party. And, you know, I am proud of Democrats standing completely in line, completely unified behind Hakeem Jeffries, which, you know, if Republicans actually cared about leadership, They'd vote for Hakeem Jeffries, but we know that that's never going to happen because hell is not going to freeze over. But it did come close. It did come close when Representative Gun-Toting Lauren Boebert got onto the floor to want to lift up yet another token black. And yes, I'm going to call Byron Donalds a fucking token because here's the thing. If you are a person of color, a woman, a gay person, a trans person, and you call yourself a Republican in this here Republican party, I don't know what the fuck else to call you, but a token because they have made it very clear that they are not trying to fuck with people of color, that they are not trying to fuck with people who are not white Christian nationalists, who are not straight, who are not cis. So If you find yourself still caping for a political party that is actually seeking legislation to erase your very existence, what the fuck else would you call these people? So Byron Donalds knows right now that he is being used as a token and a pawn, but my God, I tell you that there has got to be nothing more addicting than heroin to a heroin addict than fucking the spotlight to a politician. Because you would think that some of these motherfuckers out here right now are auditioning for some type of reality TV show as opposed to, you know, being the representatives to run our actual government. Like people looked at Lauren Boebert and said, yeah, She's fighting for us. Fighting for what? To get in line to kiss Donald Trump's ass? Fighting for what? The ability to show her children on Christmas cards with AR-15s? And let me tell you something. If this country wasn't so fucking racist, that bitch would have had the fucking Child Protective Services in Colorado 
called on her. I don't give a fuck what the legal age is to have a weapon of mass destruction because it sure as hell ain't seven. And that's what it looks like at least one of her kids are. There is a sickness that is just so pervasive in the Republican party. But you see, the reason why I'm not going to continue to celebrate this moment is because the toxins, this sickness is seeping into every aspect of our lives. Folks, the old world order, as my wonderful therapist said to me this week, is crumbling. Everywhere you look, the systems that we used to be able to count on as human beings and particularly as citizens of this country are no longer holding. For 100 years, folks, we have not seen the type of shit show that we are watching right now. And when we had Mike Gallagher, Representative Mike Gallagher, a Republican, get on the House floor when he's nominating Kevin McCarthy and trying to do his best razzle-dazzle fucking PR spin on saying that, oh, democracy is messy. No, actually, democracy is not messy. There are rules and procedures that are put in place in order to make sure that it is not messy. It is the Republicans who are a full-blown mess. They want to turn it on Democrats and saying, oh, you have your popcorn and blah, 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 and you're enjoying watching the circuits. No one, honestly, is enjoying this. There are people that would love to be sworn in and actually get to work in terms of representing the constituents that sent them to Washington in the first fucking place. But that's not going to happen. If there were an attack, Right now, again, another planned insurrection. There would be no mode of operation because guess what? We don't have a fucking speaker. How? Because for decade plus, Republicans have decided to entertain the anti-government insurrectionists within their own ranks, every time that one of those motherfuckers would pop up their heads and pop off, the Republican establishment would cower. My friend Kurt Bardella wrote a great piece in the LA Times about this very point, and he said, there's a reason why you're told never to negotiate with terrorists. Because at some point, everything that you provide them will not be enough. This is the place that Kevin McCarthy finds himself in. This is the place that the whole of the Republican Party finds themselves in. They have made room for and courted the very people that are thwarting the operation of government, the function of government. They let them in. They welcomed in the racists and the white supremacists and the anti-Semites and the Islamophobes. They said, oh, we're your party. Come here. 
They readily showed up. And now you want to turn around and talk about, oh, this rogue set and you don't know where it came from. You had an opportunity. The Republican Party had an opportunity to stop this insurrectionist set and this insurrectionist movement time and time again. They were given two opportunities to impeach Donald Trump and shut down these people and say, you are not welcome here. We can differ on ideology. We can pretend that we're not racist. But the concept of violently overthrowing the government or what they love to say, a bloodless revolution, we're not about that. But they didn't do that, did they? No, you had the likes of, you know, Susan Collins saying that she hopes that Donald Trump will have learned his lesson. Well, I don't know if you lay out the chocolate cake and, you know, and you tell the kid, Maybe don't eat the chocolate cake, but then they consume that and the plate and the fork, and then they throw up all over the place and you say, oh, I hope that they learned their lesson, but there's no punishment for it. So then you lay out another chocolate cake this time too. This is what it looks like when you allow the manipulators to have the platform and the microphone to be able to spread the lies and cause the harm that whips people up into a frenzy that turned regular people into absolute monsters. All on the strength of a lie. What Lauren Boebert did when she stood on the house floor with her drivel, and I don't know who she was performing for, maybe Fox News. She basically said to the party that Donald Trump no longer has clout here. She said, my favorite president called us and told us to stop the antics but I think that he got it wrong. He needs to call Kevin McCarthy and tell him he ain't got the votes. Step aside. Donald Trump put up several members of the Senate, endorsed them full throatedly, and they lost. Spectacularly. All of the election deniers that were running for local office lost spectacularly. But in the gerrymandered, voter-suppressed districts, we allowed more insurrectionists to enter into the House. So what did we expect? Merrick Garland... Before the January 6th committee concluded their work a week ago, Merrick Garland called in a special counsel that he did not need in order to take under consideration what it is that we all know. Donald Trump called for an insurrection. 
It was a strategic plan. This was not people getting swept up in emotion. There was a six point plan by Eastman. There was a legal plan by Giuliani. And there was a violent plan set off by the former twice impeached president of the United States who was buoyed by member of the house. Some of those same members who are voting right now against the defeat of Kevin McCarthy. People don't even know what the fuck they're holding this vote hostage for. Other than humiliation, they think they're humiliating Kevin McCarthy. I think they're humiliating themselves and the country. But ego-driven people cannot see beyond themselves. That is what we absolutely know to be true. I'm looking around and I'm thinking to myself, folks, by the time you listen to this, we're just day five into this new year. These Republicans can't lead themselves, let alone the country. But millions of Americans voted for them to have the gavel. They have a four seat majority. You need 218 votes to become speaker. You need 218 votes to pass legislation. They got 222. The Senate, you know, passed their big spending bill and, you know, funded the government through September of 2023 because they believed that the House may not get it done and definitely was not going to be able to get it done by February was not going to be able to pull themselves together. They saw that. So what does this look like by the end of this week? My assumption is that while I'm speaking to you, by the time you listen to this, God willing, inshallah, that Kevin McCarthy will have stepped aside. Kevin McCarthy has said time and time again, that he is ready and able to keep going. He gonna keep calling the votes, keep calling the votes, keep calling the votes. I believe that if he calls a sixth, seventh vote, he is going to bleed out. He is going to lose more and more and more votes. Who is that going to be good for? Not Kevin McCarthy. Not the Republican Party. Not America. But what does it say, folks? As I said before, as my therapist said to me, that the old world order is crumbling. That 20 people, 20 members 
of the house can disrupt the other 400 plus. Something cannot be right. So they want to investigate Joe Biden. They want to investigate Hunter Biden. They have no plan. They keep talking about inflation. They keep talking about all of these things being out of control, but they have no plan to do anything about it. They want utter chaos. They want the implosion of government. And we've allowed them inside the house. So what is our plan moving forward? I think that for Democrats, the plan is simple. The plan is exactly what it is that they are doing. The plan is to continue to stand unified, talk to the American people about what they are going to do, what they are doing, what they have done, And keep your eyes open for who has the gavel, but who ain't getting shit done. What's Hunter Biden's laptop going to do for you? Is it going to put more food on the table? Is it going to lower food costs? It's not. Is it going to deal with climate change? And the fact that as I speak to you, it is close to 60 fucking degrees. In January in New York City. Now, I'll tell you that I went out for a five mile walk because I'm going to get as much walking as I can in before the temperature drops to what, negative 17 next week? Who the fuck knows? But I tell you that when I'm sitting around and I'm walking around and I'm seeing trees begin to bud in January. My mind doesn't immediately go to, oh, this is lovely. It goes to, how is this going to fuck up our food supply? Because we don't know when to plant and when to harvest. What happens when things pop up too soon? Well, they die with the first fucking frost. And then guess what? They're not as nutrient moving forward. I'm not a farmer. I'm not a scientist. I'm a person with common fucking sense though. So is Hunter Biden's laptop, is that solving that fucking problem? I don't think so. Is impeaching Dr. Fauci, who is already retired? Is that going to solve America's hunger problem? America's energy problem? Is it going to stop the war? In Ukraine? No. So these people have been voted in by millions to do what exactly? They are domestic terrorists. Their goal is chaos and destruction by any means necessary. This speaker vote, this speaker disaster is just the beginning. Because with this win in their eyes, 
The removal of Kevin McCarthy only makes the monster hungrier. Only makes the monster look around and see what else they can eat. They can take. They can destroy. We have two years of this. We are so close and yet so far away from the next presidential election. God only knows what will happen between now and then. But there is one thing that I know for certain, and is that Republicans are unfit to fucking lead. And no one that cares about this country, that cares about this community, that cares about themselves, would continue to look at this and say, this is my tribe. These are my people. We are in an unbalanced, shifting place, folks. And what I'm telling you is that as the waters get rougher, as the ground becomes more and more unstable, it is more important than ever to root yourself to bound yourself to some kind of equilibrium because we are in for a fucking ride. That is it for me today, friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. There are choices that can change your life. Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45. It's one of the most common cancers for women and men, and it doesn't always have symptoms. But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it. And there's even better news. You have screening options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options. Or visit cdc.gov slash screen for life for more information.